And at one point, it got so bad, I invited a stranger to my house once. And after he groped me, he stole my iPhone 4, and I never heard from him again. But in the back of my mind, I knew that I was so desperate for attention, I would put myself in safety and obviously be stolen from. Hey, my name is Denise Lee, and I'm a life coach specializing in traumas and addictions. And I'm so passionate about understanding yourself so that you can be able to communicate with, obviously, other people in a better way. And today I want to talk about building healthy relationships. As I opened up in this message, clearly that was not a healthy relationship. I wanted to show the extreme, but I also want to talk about the stuff in the middle. Perhaps you have a challenging team member, a very demanding sibling, whoever you got in your world and you're just on the fence and thinking to yourself, should I keep them? Is it worth it? I want to answer that question for you in today's episode. We're going to be diving deep about what it is to build and nurture a healthy relationship. So stay tuned after this short break and we will get straight to it. Hey, 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 and we're back. So glad that you're here. Welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. As I said, I am a life coach specializing in traumas and addictions, but more important than that, I'm a human being that has just been through a lot of stuff and talking with you and learning with you has been part of my healing journey. And I'm hoping that if you are interested in understanding yourself at a deeper level, you are interested in these kind of conversations. So if you haven't done so already, make sure you hit that follow or subscribe button wherever you're listening. That way, as soon as I drop a new episode, which I usually do on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Friday for now, can't promise, you know, in the future, but for right now, that's the schedule, then you'll be able to listen to a podcast episode. Also, if you have been enjoying this podcast, let's stay connected. Visit me on my website, denisegley.com. There you'll read articles and take one of my courses. I got so much stuff out there that's designed to help you elevate your mindset and think in a higher plane. No more victim mentality. No more thinking that we are just victims of circumstances. None of that. We are going to change our mindset, and it starts with your desire to see above and beyond your current perspective. Also, if you haven't done so already, let's stay connected via social media. Right now, I'm on X, Twitter, whatever they want to call themselves this week. <laughs> Make sure that you're connected there. I am also on the handle Denise G. Lee. I'm leaving links in the show notes below there. You'll be able to connect with me. I love answering questions. I love interacting. You'll know that I will not ignore you <laughs> if you ask me something. I'll do my part, obviously, time permitting to answer questions that provide value to you and obviously other people who are on the platform. So go ahead and connect with me there. If you've been loving these episodes, make sure you also share this podcast with your peeps on social media. That way we can amplify the message and make sure that other people get the message that we can heal. It is a possibility. It's not some fringe thing that happens to only the lucky people. Okay, And then this episode, we're going to be talking about building and nurturing meaningful relationships in business and life. And this is just a really small part of a larger conversation. If you're really interested in learning about how you can change your mindset and attract healthier people, I would encourage you to take my course, Amazing Attitude. It's a 21-day program self-study program where I pop in your inbox and I give an audio message with love, as well as some journaling prompts to help you think in a more positive direction. 
obviously it doesn't replace working with me one-on-one, -on -one, but it's definitely something that I give to all my new clients, and it's definitely something for you if you want to make that shift in a small yet powerful way. All right, let's get into today's conversation. As a life coach, I want you to enjoy your life to the fullest, and I want you to have a satisfying life. I don't want you under a rock wondering when the next boulder is going to crash onto you or just bracing for danger. Like that's not what we're going to be doing if we want to live a happy, fulfilling life. Though that means we're going to do some uncomfortable things. And uncomfortable things means having relationships. People aren't easy. Lord knows you can't be easy at, at certain parts. And I get it. It's hard to deal with people. And so what we're going to be talking about is how you can build it. And I want to start off with a quote from a mutual follower on Twitter, X, whatever they want to call themselves. It's from Joviti. And she writes, the world around us shifts when we change our mindset. How are you creating the world that you desire to see around you? And I, it didn't get that post didn't get a lot of love. And I, I really liked it. And I really wanted to flesh it out and tease it out a little bit more as I'm talking with you. Let me explain really what that looks like. If you, especially if you suffer from anxiety, depression, this concept may seem a little foreign, a little strange, but let's break it down. If you were raised in a stressful and competitive home where you're considered good, only if you please your demonstrator, your parents, your teachers, all that stuff, it's natural as an adult to think that the world is a dog-eat-world world, and where there can only be one winner of a whole bunch of losers around you. And the winners get the best status symbols. Teslas, Aston Martins, whatever you get, homes, schools, private schools, whatever. And as I'm thinking about this, I, I, I can't help but think about all the psychopaths on, in Hollywood and Wall Street and Capitol Hill. But anyway, constantly fighting to win might feel normal, but yet exhausting at the same time. And that's why you may have had superficial or shallow relationships at work with your kids, at the job, wherever, because the risk of looking bad may be too much to bear. So you just kind of settle for whatever in terms of relationships where you could take them or leave them, but you figured, eh, they're here. I might as well just, you know, make the most of it. And that sucks. That's no way to live. And if we're going to have a good relationship, we need to stop this win-lose situation and start thinking win-win. We don't see everyone as a competitor, where you don't have to have this one-up position or one-down position, where everyone can be viewed as an ally, not a foe. And in order to get the right people who are capable and supportive for you and your mission and your agenda, it's going to be necessary for you to be vulnerable and honest. And then, and I really want to dive a little bit more about what it is to be honest, because I myself have struggled. Oh, gosh. I'll never forget, I was in the AA room or Alcoholics Anonymous room one day and the meeting ended and I'm just talking with one of the people in the room and I swear to you, I had tears, like I'm just barely holding myself together. My eyes are welling with tears and I just grabbed someone on the arm and I was like, man, I was really moved by such and such people sharing. But I, I just asked them, like, how can I be accepted if everybody knew I was a scumbag? And being an addict creates some serious problems for me 
with my romantic life, with my friend. I, would, I wouldn't keep my promises. I would mislead people about what I wanted to do and my intentions. And I always felt like I had something to hide. And so let me ask you, do you feel like you have something to hide? Is there a part of you that feels deeply ashamed and guilt-ridden? And ironically, when I think about the friends, quote-unquote, that I had around me or the people that I held in confidence, it, they were just as emotionally damaged as me. Because here's the thing. We reflect back to others how we view on ourselves. And if we view ourselves as scumbags, as inferior, as unworthy, on an unconscious level, we will energetically attract the same people who vibrate with us on that same wavelength. And my inauthenticity and my pretentious behavior ironically kept me from creating bonds with emotionally healthy and mature people. Because think about it. If I say I want an emotionally healthy person, but I'm suspicious and paranoid and fearful and demanding and anxious, how in the world can I attract someone that's got it together emotionally? The fact of the matter is I couldn't. So my 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 plea to you is that if you want to have a great relationship in all areas of your life, your business, your, your, with your kids, with your neighbors, whoever, it's going to require you to drop the facade and allow yourself to show others the real and unvarnished side of you. You know, it's so funny. I always laugh when I see people say, well, if you want to have more followers online or if you want to make more money in your business, you need these rules these roadmaps to do X, Y, and Z. And I was just talking with a client of mine. I was talking about a particular comedian that's very famous. And I say, I don't like this person's demeanor. I don't like their shtick. I don't like what they talk about. And I said, but this person's a multimillionaire and they don't care about who I am or what I have to say because I'm not their ideal audience. I'm not there. I'll never be a customer of them. And they're not trying to. And so let's just drop this whole idea that we have to mold ourselves into something that would be palatable for the masses or for certain people we think we need approval from. Because the fact of the matter is, even if you get their approval, the more important idea is, will you even approve of yourself in the process? Too many people are out there chasing mirages about what it is and what it looks like to get approval. Because at the end of the day, what is there, like 8 billion people roaming around this the planet and counting? You don't think you can't find one person, like just one person in this world who you can't vibe with? I, I doubt that. So it's not an issue of I can't find anybody. It's really an issue is am I ready to find myself? And when you are not thinking about people, about, oh, oh my goodness, I hope they approve of me. I hope they, they will see me as a good person. Then when we're not thinking in that energy, we can finally say, let that guard down and say, oh my goodness, this is who I am. This is what I want. This is what I need. And I'm going to find people that are in alignment with that. That's the way we heal. That's the way we grow. That's the way that we can be truly authentic. And so let's dive in a little bit more deeper about relationships because for so many of us, we have so many people around us, but are they the right people? 
Are they, is it time we start giving some uh, pink slips to certain relationships in our lives that once served us but no longer work for us? Let's dive into that. When is it time to let it go? You know, I've been in this business for over seven years, and I hear so many times in one form or another, I can't give he or she up or the relationship up. I've spent too much time with them. I've heard it so many times. And it comes from so many different angles. Trying The fear of firing somebody in the business. And I was thinking about one particular situation where it wasn't until the team member there's proof that they were embezzling thousands of dollars from their practice. Then they finally said, oh my goodness, I need to let them go. But they were still trying to make excuses. Oh, it was a single mom. Oh, she, she was playing on paying it back. All these, all these excuses we spin in our minds because we're so fearful of rejection because we've been rejected so many times in the past that when people were behaving badly, we excuse it. Or perhaps... Maybe it's not in the business world, perhaps a personal world where you have a kid that is literally showing up all hours and night, even though you made it very clear that in your household lights out a certain time frame. Or perhaps you have a, a parent, an older, a older adult parent that is mean and cruel and belittling and says hurtful comments to you. When do you let it go? When is it time to say, you know what? We once had some good times, but that's over. It's time to move on. And so that's why I want to introduce to you the 51% value. And so let me break that down, explain what that means. What it means is even on the worst day, if you can find at least 50% value in the relationship, meaning overall, they offer you more happiness than sadness, then keep them. And then meanwhile, I want you to focus on improving your communication skills so that you can stay attuned to your desires and needs in the relationship. So what does that look like? Because I've heard people say, well, how do I gauge 51%, okay? And so this is what I recommend for you to do. I want you to get a calendar out, okay? And I want you to get a Sharpie. And I want every single day, at the end of the day, I want you to think about your interactions with this person. Was it good? Did you make him smile? Did you feel happy overall with this person. I want you to break all of that down and really think about what that looks like in terms of your interaction. Like, was there a value? And if you can see that value, then make a check mark. If at the end of that day, you don't feel that value, hit that big X button with a red X, okay? This is what I'm talking about for so many of us. We're just going on autopilot, making rationalizations for things that don't need to be rationalized. You know, I had this one particular uh, client that she didn't want to do her homework. She didn't want to do any of the things that we've discussed a.k.a. your homework, I'm saying that again twice, but forgive me. <laughs> anyway, the point I'm trying to make is that on top of that, she was not being respectful in terms of the, the rules about working with me one-on-one. And when the contract came up, she was like, okay, I would like to continue. And I said, nope, nope, no, we're not, boo-boo. We're not working with each other. We're done. And she was a mess. She was like, well, I'll pay you. I'm like, honey, it's not about the money. If I have to have a relationship where 
You are trampling over my boundaries. You are not understanding about what you need to be doing. If you're not communicating with me in a healthy and appropriate manner, we got nothing to talk about. And I don't want your money. I want people who want to get well. And I know that was really hard for this person because there was insults and all sorts of things came out. But I sent her on her way. And so let me ask you a question. Is money distorting your mindset about what you need to do, who you need to interact with? Maybe it's time for you to start cutting some ties. And here's the thing. If you're holding on to money that was acquired based on aggravation and frustration and resentment, was that coin really meant to be capped? Because in my mind, I don't want to call it blood money, but I just want to say like it's just, it feels like ill-gotten gains. Because the fact of the matter is, no relationship is worth being treated poorly. If someone cannot show you care and concern to you the majority of the time, it is a sign you must leave. And I want you to really think about that in your life. Are you around people that are literally treating you as a doormat? And the question is why? You know, the other day I had somebody wanting to be my guest and off the cuff, within the first five, 10 minutes of our conversation, this person was a total stranger. They were critiquing me and they were, they were criticizing the things that I was doing. I was like, who the hell are you? <laughs> I don't even know you. And I smiled and I nodded my head and I was just still listening. But that's not the way to get into good graces with a stranger. And you have to ask yourself, if someone's quick to critique you and analyze you without even trying to get to know you, is this someone you even want in your world? And I have to be honest, I got to be real with you right now and say that I was that person. I was that person that had to tell everybody all the time what they were doing wrong. And here's the thing. People don't care how much they know, you know, until they know how much you care. Too many of us are not working to be clear with ourselves so that we can recognize when things are just so off base. Something's so wrong. And to answer your question, you might be thinking to yourself, did you interview? I'm like, no, no, I don't. No, I won't. (laughs) Because if I'm going to tolerate that kind of behavior with them as a stranger, Lord knows what's going to happen to them if I befriend them. I'm not part of that noise. I'm not going to do that. And I want you to start thinking to yourself, like, am I tolerating some really crazy stuff? Because I'm afraid of being alone. Because here's the thing. If you're around someone like that, they're going to chip away your self-esteem. First in the little bits and then on the bigger bits. And the next thing you know, you're going to find yourself compromising with the things that matter most to you. You're the things that you need to do for your own self-care. The things that you need to do to feel fulfilled in your life. And so there's a high price to pay if you tolerate the intolerable over a long period of time. And so the 51% rule that I mentioned to you might change your life. And the other thing in terms of building and nurturing mutual, mutual and meaningful relationships in business and life is controlling people. And this is the part that I definitely would like to specifically talk with the ladies. I know guys can be doing it too, but specifically like to talk about the ladies because I find a lot of ladies are very, very hell-bent on having people doing certain things in certain ways. And if they don't, 
if the people around them don't behave, they'll give the silent treatment or they'll nag or they'll belittle or they'll, it's just a whole bunch of nonsense that needs to stop. So if you find yourself defaulting to nagging and complaining and you're wondering why you're not having real relationships, sweetheart, maybe it might be due to, to you. And this is something I had to learn as a woman that I, I have to analyze and realize how my behavior was impacting the world around me, around me. So let's talk a little bit more about controlling people. Have you ever had this thought to yourself that if you can just get them to do what you want, then your life would be just so much easier? I, I know I thought that way. You know, growing up, my nickname was Misty, and it was not a term of endearment. I thought that I needed to control everyone and everything around me. I mean, so much so I have a certificate in project management. That's how deep and invested I was in trying to control situations and outcome. And the irony of it all was I was completely out of control inside of myself. I mean, to be honest with you, my self-worth was non-existent. I was drinking and sexing away the pain anyway. And worries and anxieties plagued me constantly. I never got a moment to feel good about myself because I was filled with such inner hatred. And so the best thing I could do was attempt to control others. But when you can only bully and threaten people so long before they ignore you and then abandon you. So the price tag of trying to control is too high. This is where I tell all my clients, especially ladies who are interested in dating or, or having a good relationship with their man, if they have a man right now, is that you need to accept the person as they are, reject them, find a new guy, or but don't tolerate, never tolerate, meaning half accept, half reject. Don't do that. You have to find the value of the relationship as it is. Now, it doesn't mean that you can't communicate your fears, communicate your preferences. Nobody's not saying that or how you feel about it. But if you constantly say, well, if you would just do this or if you just do that or if you just blah, blah, blah. If you have to find yourself constantly doing that and this is out of character of who this person really is, who you're interacting with in your business person life, your personal life, all, the, all, all those other areas, then it's time for you to ask yourself right now, is this the place I need to be? Are this the person that I need to interact with? Get real with yourself. Really get real with yourself. Because for so many of us, we have been trying to massage and and manipulate it's like trying to make a round peg square and just trying to jam it in the spot maybe I could just squish it all around then I can make it better and the fact of the matter is no you can't and you resent the person and the person resents you in the process so there's got to be a better way than the way that we have been living right now and that requires us admitting to ourselves this ain't a good fit. Maybe it's time to go. Maybe it's time to release this person so that you you and the other person can be happier. And so building nurturing and meaningful relationships starts with you understanding your wants, your needs, your concerns, and finding someone who's on board, who's already aligned with that. And so another thing that I want you to think about is, are you asking the questions? Or are, you, or are you just thinking you can go with the flow and think that somehow through telepathy or mind reading, the other person can pick up on your discomfort? Because the fact of the matter is, I ain't mind reading and 
Last time I checked, ain't nobody else has that power to do that, okay? Let's stop assuming that other people can just know. Most people are poor communicators in terms of expressing their feelings and their desires. They default to criticizing and blaming and deflecting all sorts of nonsense. Instead of saying, I'm scared, I, I'm hurting, I feel alone, I feel afraid. Instead, they say, well, why can't you do this? We can't do that anymore, love. We got to be better. We have to demonstrate to other people what we need and give people the freedom of whether or not they can hang with us. Because otherwise, there's just going to be confusion and chaos. I just want you to just think about that. So questions for you now is think about your world right now. Think about all the people around you. Are you really enjoying the relationships? What things need to be modified if you're not enjoying them? And why? Do you need to put up that calendar and start making checks or crosses to indicate whether or not after 30 days that this is a relationship worth keeping? Really want to challenge you to do so because it might change your whole world. Just throwing it out there. All right. Well, I know I said a lot today. What was really the thing that hit to you? Was it about the 51% value? Was it about how addiction really messes up relationships, not only just your body physically. Like, where, where did I really hit to you that really made you kind of think about how you related well with others? I love to hear from you. If you are on Spotify, send me a voice message. Also check the show notes below, anchor.fm slash Denise Lee. You can send me a voice message. Please let me know only your first name of your hometown and what you have been enjoying about it. That way I can obviously give you privacy, but let other people know what your thoughts are. And then also please connect with me on social media, leaving show notes in the links below. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. I'm hoping that you will have a good and healthy relationship with everyone around you. Well, that's it. Make sure to share this podcast if you enjoyed it and subscribe if you haven't. All right. Take care and be awesome.